Welcome everyone to It Tastes Different Gaming Podcast. Podcast with four different flavors coming from four different gamers. I am your host, Shane Eisterhold, and I'd like to welcome my co-host, Nick Irwin, Patrick Smith, and Russell Rowe. Hey, Patrick. Where can they find us? Well, the first place you should check out is our website at ittastedifferent.com. This is the place where you can subscribe to all of our streams and connect to all of our social media sites. You can also find us on Facebook at it tastes different. Uh, we're also on Instagram at it tastes different PC. And then last but not least is Twitter where you can find us at it tastes diff. What's on the menu? We overcook the TV dinners with Mech Warrior 5 Mercenaries. Mech Warrior 5 Mercenaries originally released on Steam back in 2019. Uh, has been released on Xbox the 27th of May. Uh, you can pick it up on Game Pass. It was developed by Piranha Games. And uh, let's uh, let's uh, dive right into it. Let's start off with uh, Nick, because I think this is probably, out of everybody, is more of a Nick wheelhouse kind of game. I've always enjoyed it, Mac, but let's see what Nick's think. Sure. <clears throat> uh, just a correction. It was on Epic Game Store and Windows Stores, uh, December nineteenth, December tenth, sorry, of twenty nineteen, and then recently came out to Steam and Xbox uh, Game Pass on exclusivities May. are confusing to me <laughs> on May twenty seventh, twenty twenty one. But <clears throat> just so everybody knows, you're like, what? That was on Steam? That's because it wasn't. Um, <laughs> this game. This game's good. I like it. I mean, it's it's a good game. It's uh, if you are familiar with the MechWarrior franchise and kind of the MechWarrior games, you you know you shouldn't be surprised on what you're getting into when you start playing this game. Um, MechWarrior has always been very detailed in your mechs and how you build and develop your mechs and you know all sorts of different. You got to think about all sorts of different things when you're customizing and creating your mechs as well as when you have your mech out on the battlefield. So if you're a fan of those types of games and kind of doing customization and, you know, it's kind of like playing with miniatures, but in a video game, you know, <laughs> uh, if you like that kind of thing, you'll enjoy this. I, I think it was really fun. Um, this game does have a single player campaign. It does have a somewhat co-op campaign. It's not really what we would want in a co-op. And we'll probably talk about that. I'm sure someone else will mention that. Um, <clears throat> but it does have some other multiplayer modes that are a lot of fun. So, uh, yeah, I think this game is really fun. It's really cool to customize your mech, like I said, and all the different, and just to learn all the different, uh, names for everything and what all the different systems it does, because it's not just point and shoot. I mean, you have stuff to stop your mech from overheating or turning on a automatic missile detection system, you know, and all sorts of different stuff like that, that you can turn uh, turn your mech into and make sure that your mech doesn't weigh too much so it can actually move right <laughs> so yeah this game's a lot of fun i enjoyed it um pat what did you think of this one uh yeah i would agree if you're a mech warrior fan this is probably right up your alley i do know that there's a lot of people that are complaining that mech warrior 5 dumbed down some of the capabilities i mean there was a lot more functions and features in mech warrior 5 that or 4 that didn't quite make it into 5 and i'm not sure why you know, there's there's a few things that don't make sense to why they did it in five. Um, but overall, five is fun, fun enough, I should say, especially because, you know, for us, it was a Game Pass game. So it was free. So really, that's probably where this one is at. It's on a, it's not a 
buy brand new $60 game for me, but it is one that I normally play the Mech Warrior series. Uh, it's, it's got all the fun stuff you could want. Blow things up with rockets, lasers, machine guns, flamethrowers, whatever you want. A plethora of mechs that you can choose from and loadouts to designed as well as Nick alluded to like playing miniatures. You could paint your mechs so they can have whatever paint scheme you want. Uh, overall, it was fun. I will admit that I was a little disappointed in the multiplayer. Uh, it wasn't what I was hoping it was going to be because when something says co-op campaign, I'm thinking play the campaign with your buddies but it's not exactly like that and doesn't 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 play well. It it would probably get better as you progress further in the story and you unlock more pilots and stuff, but in the beginning, like we want to play right off the bat with our friends. That's not what this game. This game doesn't tend well to play right off the bat with your friends. You need to have a you need to have your mercenary unit outfitted pretty well before you start co-oping with your friends. And then it only progresses your story, not your friend's story. Uh so, you know, it's a it's an okay game for me. It's a little bit above middle of the road. I would say it's a little bit better than average, but it's in my opinion, it kind of is a dumbed down mech warrior game. Uh, Russ, what do you think of this one? Uh, this is just another one of the series of IPs, or at least list of games, the major um, major titles that I'm absolutely tired of. I'm so sick of them. I'm tired of, of playing these kind of games. I'm tired of playing games like Resident Evil. I wish we'd have something new. Um, yeah, I'm a little bit ranty right now. I'm trying to, I mean, again, like Pat and Nick said, if you are a fan of Mech Warrior, this is going to be right up your alley. It's going to be perfect. I feel like I was playing the same game that I was playing in 1995 with updated graphics and maybe a couple of new toys. I'm just, uh, I am a little bit burnt out with the, the release of games right now. Maybe, maybe it's all the, the same IPs and stuff like that, but, uh, this game was okay. Um, I, I bared through a few hours of it. Um, but it's the same, it's the same basic principle. The storyline was even generic this time around on top of it all. Um, so it's just, you know, we know why the games were made. Yes, it was free on game pass, uh, but it was released two years ago. So I couldn't imagine even thinking about paying for it then or even now, but I mean, it's it's decently put together. I don't want to sound like I'm completely saying this game. If you like these kind of games, it'd probably be worth your time on Game Pass for sure. But uh, I'm I'm kind of tired of these uh, these rinse and repeat games that we've been coming through. Um, not by any choice of our own. It's just what we have releasing right now. So, Shane, what about you? What you got to follow up after my little rant there? Uh, I like it. Um... I, I, I prefer Mech Assault over Mech Warrior. I prefer a little more arcadey. The the sim style is uh, is hard to get used to at first. Uh controlling the upper and lower body, getting those in sync, uh making sure that you're keeping your brain in on that. Your you know, your butt's going one way but your guns are going the other. And it will it will trip you up a little bit at the beginning. But overall I liked it. Uh it's uh like Pat said, it's above middle of the road. Um, it's definitely, uh, it's definitely not a boring game. Uh, it may not be the most exciting either, but it also depends if you're a mech person, mech warrior, mech, you know, lover, you know, uh, but the, my biggest complaint about the game, honestly, is the story. It definitely has not progressed since the nineties. Uh, it's still very, it's still very one-liners and it's still, it's, it's, if you ever seen a Stallone movie from the nineties. It's that with robots. That's your script. It's it's really it's really my biggest issue. 
they had some pretty cool ideals uh overall i think i think they should concentrate more on the mech part than uh try to give some sort of a pilot history or crap like that uh but overall i think if you're a mech player you're a mech lover you like robots essentially you'll get some fun out of it uh like pat also said the co-op is kind of a cheat to way you know the way they say co-op but it's it was still fun for us we were on here uh last night still playing uh you know and we had a good time it's fun to laugh with it it's fun to you know watch your buddy running around with uh, two arms missing and all he's got left is a laser beam and he can't shoot it because he just overheats instantly and locks up but the overall game i enjoy i would like to see some change especially on a graphical end uh, and the story end graphics are fine uh story is my biggest issue but their graphics could definitely you know use a good upgrade uh but that's you know that's really all i got pat what did you think about the the different modes that we played through though i mean you have the co-op and then we had a uh, few other modes where you know we were attacking bases we were defending bases uh you know what did you think about the variety of what we had to do First thing is, if you're playing MechWarrior for the story, you got the wrong game genre right there. <laughs> it's a very generic story. Uh, yeah, I, I won't spoil anything, but the story is super generic. Yeah. You know, oh, that, that was what I was. That's what I was going to say. I totally forgot the 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 name of the movie I was thinking of. Robot Jocks. It's not a B movie. It's a C plus maybe movie. But the you guy, have got to watch it. They got Hugh Jackman in that one, right? Is that the one? That, no, the one that's Jackman's real in? steel. That's real steel. Yeah. No, robots. That, that was Rock'em Sock'em Robots the movie. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I I hate when games say they have co-op campaign because this game doesn't have co-op campaign. It has a cheesy version of co-op campaign, whereas you can only play with the mechs that the person hosting has and the pilots they have. You don't play as your own pilot. That's why you can only progress the main person's story. So that didn't really work out too far for us because, you know, even though we play a decent amount, it's you don't get far enough to get four really good veteran pilots and and four veteran or four uh, really decent mechs. So somebody ends up playing with the with the 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 junkyard mech, you know, because that's all these guys got two good mechs and the junk mech that you get in the beginning that can barely do anything, you know, and then. We had the um, the actual co-op uh, uh, instant action missions, and the instant action missions let you pick from a, list, a number of pilots in the game and, and all the mechs, and you're only limited by your tonnage of the mechs and the tonnage of the mission requirements. And it seems like you can go over the, the mission tonnage requirements without any real negative effects that I saw. Maybe maybe the game penalizes you for that. I do know that you know, the three of us tried to play, played quite a bit together. And if we pumped it up to the max level, we just got raffle stomp because we didn't have enough tonnage to, to circumvent the tonnage of the en- enemies. So there's that. You have to be careful with that. If you're playing like, if you're playing anything less than four players, the difficulty doesn't scale, right? You have to set the difficulty level to where you can meet the tonnage requirements. And what I mean by that is the max tonnage that you can get per person is 100 tons. And we were running some maps that had 400 ton requirements and stuff like that. And we could only fulfill 300 tons of it. So there's three of us running around in assault and heavy mechs trying to take out massive veteran squads of mechs that just railed you. So you have to pay attention to that. And there's some preset scenarios that we played. And then there's also 
you know, uh, custom ones. So we found a lot more luck with the custom ones. There's all kinds of stuff from battling to destroying cities to protecting cities to taking out facilities. There's all kinds of different modes in that co-op. And we played quite a bit of it. It was it was fun. So it's got enough to keep you busy for a little while. But my biggest thing, the biggest downfall of this game is the co-op campaign is really non-existent. It's more there to help you if you feel the AI is crappy and your buddy's like, hey, I'm stuck on this level. Can you hop in and run this mech? Because the AI is 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 an idiot and just keeps running into the building and killing himself or something, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a phone-a-friend mode. It's not a co-op mode. Yep. Yep. It's uh, it's like, it's not it's not hard like Dark Souls, but it's basically like Dark Souls where you go in and you're like, hey, can you just hop in this mission for me? <laughs> Help me kill this boss. Yeah, except for they're all bosses. Uh, yeah, the difficulties on those things are pretty erratic. Uh, 60 to 70 felt like a huge jump in pain. Uh, you know, 50, you know, we were running through that thing, just rocking soccer, bro, popping heads up everywhere. 60 and 70, boy, that changed quite a bit, quite drastically, uh, especially all the damn little things they throw at you constantly. But, you know, that was also kind of the excitement part of it. You know, you, you get through that last wave. You, you finish your objective and, you know, the three of us are, you know, hauling robot ass, pardon my language, you know, as fast as we can with those slow things to get to the extract. Uh, and you've got Max dropping bombs on you from behind like you ain't going nowhere. And, you know, that was those are pretty cool moments. But, yeah, they were also stressful as hell. I don't normally sweat when I play a game, but I ruined some shirts and one pair of underwear. Yeah, Mech Warrior should really allow you to run backwards. Like, I should be able to turn my torso completely backwards, and my body's still running forward, and me just shooting behind me. But no, you only get, like, a, a 90, basically got 180 degrees from the torso. So you can go from completely facing to the right side of the torso to facing the left side of the torso, but you can't completely spin a, a 180 degrees. So, you know, you got 90 degrees left, 90 degrees right from the direction that your legs are pointing. So... It's just, it, it should allow me to face backwards. I, I don't understand that. The mech should allow that. I don't know. Maybe in the future, they don't know how to run backwards. I don't know. Because <laughs> the mech, when, when <laughs> you actually, trip. yeah, when you're walking backwards in a mech, it's super slow. It's not like the forward movement. So I'm like, that's pointless. Because a lot of times we are running for the uh, drop ship to get out of there because we done, we done, you know, stirred up the hornet's nest. They're just shooting you in the back. And we're like, come on, I wish I could just turn around and just waste these guys as they're chasing me but you can't oh absolutely but uh yeah the first uh match we played online i don't remember what you had it set to nick but i'm pretty sure the word cornhole was in it yeah because it was it was hilarious we walked out there all right let's do this boom i'm the first one to blow up arms are in the back 10 miles away what the hell happened you two laughing your butts off and next thing you know you two are getting chunked yeah, I think that's when we were first learning it. You know, I probably, I just, I think I randomly just selected something. The first one we played was, what was it? It was in a snow level. It was snowing heavily. So it was like a snowstorm. There was like zero visibility. And yeah, we didn't know what we were doing, where we were going. We There was an objective in front of us. So we just started heading that way. And it didn't work out so well. But the ones right. we played last uh, night did. Most of them, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I end up having picked slowest mech on the face of the planet. I think it could go to like 10 miles an hour or something. And I'm like way in the back and those two are in front getting the crap shot at them. I'm like, I'll, I'll get there eventually, guys. Just to show up right when they die and everybody turns on me. 
Oh, yeah, that was funny, too. We're, we're, we're rolling up there in tanks, and he's rolling up there in a Kia. <laughs> a Kia that's armor-plated on the, to, the, to the max. It just couldn't go very fast. Yeah, that's the SE Sport. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, overall, it, it's a fun game in spurts, I should say. The campaign does get really involved the further along you go because you visit different systems. You can, you can recruit different pilots. You can buy different mechs. And then, you know, they got, they got like a negotiation system in there because you're a mercenary company. You're negotiating contracts where you can negotiate for more money up front. You can negotiate to have them repair damages, uh, pay for damages to your mech at the end, and also salvage rights. And salvage rights can be important because I ran into a couple of missions where I didn't get enough salvage points put into it, and I lost out on getting a really nice mech that I destroyed. I was like, man, I really wish I could have got that mech. I needed like two more salvage points, and I could have I could have had salvage rights on that mech to increase my my pool of mechs uh, because uh, in the campaign, when you're playing it, you damage your mechs. There's no way you can go into a mission without getting your mech damaged at all. And when it gets damaged and you get back, you have to repair it and repair takes time and it takes money. So they take credits from you. And then there's also a set period of time where that mech is in basically the repair bay getting repaired. You can't use it. So you have to cycle out your mechs if you want to keep a momentum going on missions or you can wait till the mech's repaired, but eventually you're going to run out of time on certain missions and certain things where you need to get done in a specific amount of time. So it's good to have a good pool of different mechs and, and co-pilots to go around with you. Uh, you know, it's it's very much a uh, a shooter boot beat em up type game, you know, because it's mechs, but it's also got a little bit of strategy on how you're going to approach each mission and with what type of mech and what type of loadout. Because you know, you go into a mission and you're like, well, I'm going to swap out one of my one of my uh, hard points for a uh, anti-missile defense system, and you go in and it's a bunch of tanks not shooting missiles at you, well, you just wasted a hard point slot for that mission that could have helped you out. Uh, or you uh, you load all eight slots down with laser weapons, and you end up firing one shot, and your whole mech shuts down because you're like, well, there's blew my wad and overheated my mech, and everything just shoots at a non-moving dead target. Oh, yeah, that was funny as hell, too. I think it was one of the first matches we jumped in. We're all like, pachoo, pachoo, and... I can't move. Yeah. Overall, it's fun. I would say it's fun. And overall, um, the campaign is, it's okay. I mean, it's a generic story and it just gets you familiar with modifying mechs and buying, you know, getting NPC uh, AI pilots to go along with you and then building up your nice little mech fleet to go into battle with you. But it's so much more fun to play with friends than single player campaign for me anyway, for mech warrior games. And this, yeah. uh, the campaign was a very big letdown for me. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say it was a letdown. I, I just, I, I just think they need some new script writers. They really need somebody that was born in, you know, two thousand. Uh, somebody who's seen a, a movie that's current because everything they pitched and they spoke and their actions were all from you know the nineties. It's like you know that's pretty cheesy, pretty cheesy. But well, and when I mean campaign, I mean the co-op campaign. The co-op oh, portion yeah, of the that's... campaign was a huge letdown because it really isn't a co-op campaign. It's not. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Just like um, was it Dead by Dead by Daylight? What's the zombie game we played on Xbox? State of Decay was the same. State of Decay. Yeah, that's 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 just wrong, and that's just kind of a cheat to say it's a co-op. You know, it's not. It's it's phone a friend and your phone and your friend gets boned on the end of it. Right. They really do. I gotta get a lifeline. Yeah. Who am I gonna call? Yep. Yeah. Ghostbusters. 
I got a bloater. I got a tank. I, uh, I, did, I did like the negotiation points, though. That was kind of a cool mm-hmm. aspect. I did like putting in for damages because I'm like, hey, you're going to pay me. For, I'm going to buy insurance, basically. <laughs> I'm going to run this thing into the wall. Every freaking every building right. I find, I'm trucking this thing through it. So, that you know, I'm getting 400 grand for this mission, but I'm also having $375,000 worth of damage at the end of it. Yeah. Isn't right. that how Nick did half of those uh, destroy their base missions? <laughs> He's out of ammo. He's just barreling his butt right through all the buildings. He's face planting his mech. Got to do that what building. you got to do. <laughs> got to finish the mission, even if that means taking your mech through a, you know, 30 story building or whatever. He'd be like, oh, my God, he ran through the nursery. <laughs> but, you know, this is a perfect Game Pass game. No, it really is because uh, everybody likes robots in some form or another. Uh, so this is one people can check out. If they have a slight interest in a robot, they might like it. Uh, and, you know, I've like I said, I prefer a arcade Mac over a Sim Mac, uh, unless it's still battalion. You know, I get my big controllers and hit my eject button. Um, but I enjoyed it. I think if you have Game Pass, uh, don't skip it. I think just give it a download, give it a try. Um, it's it's really easy to learn. You just got to get uh, used to monitoring things, monitoring your heat, monitoring your uh, your body position. Uh, it's just that's probably the hardest thing I felt was just uh, remembering to think about those things. Right, and what groups your weapons are in and stuff like mm-hmm. what you know what particular groups. They have grouping, so certain weapons are in a particular group, so that means they're, they'll basically fire at the same time when you press on that group, you know, lasers yep. and stuff like that. But you got to just, there's a lot of little things like that, little technical things that you, and, and they have some spellings and, and various things like, you know, the automated missile system is the AMS, which when you're first starting in the game, you're like, what is AMS? <laughs> or they have arm lock, and you're like, what's arm lock? So there's a lot of stuff, a lot of terminology in the game that you kind of have to maybe look up, which is a good idea to look up to know what it does, because maybe it might be useful, you know, to have it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think it's a good Game Pass game. It's a lot of fun, uh, especially if you have some, you know, if you have some friends, the instant action is a lot of fun just to get in there and start. Because that one, unlike the to, to play the, co- the co-op, the co-op campaign. Um, you have to go through the first act, which can be, which can take a couple hours. It's, it's like four or five missions that when it can take a little while. And then that's when you can actually start playing co-op, I believe. And someone can correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe the instant action you can play right off the bat. I don't think you have to wait for act one to be done. So the instant action is what we played the most. And that was, um, that was the funnest part. Cause like Patrick said, you could just have, there were, uh, pre-made scenarios and then you can make your own scenario and you know different uh selections and options and stuff on what you want to do and visibilities and weather options and you know who what factions you're going to fight and stuff so you get different types of mechs that way and stuff like that so um yeah i think it's pretty fun for a game pass game i don't know if it's a game i would buy you know at, at full price it probably would be a sell game for me but but hey we got game pass we can just play for free Right. And and I will say yeah, a couple of hints that tips tips there are don't set all your don't don't pull uh, don't pull a, a bonehead move and set all your weapons to the same weapons group because then you just fire all your weapons and it's basically you shot your wad and you go to sleep because <laughs> you burn up all your you, you basically set yourself on fire. <laughs> yeah, and I did that. Arm lock, was fun. arm lock is a really good thing for those guys who are con- so this is a really good. Uh, port to the console, I think. The controls seem very good. They seem very well. Um, but 
you know, Nick mentioned arm lock and it's something I had to look up. I'm like, what the heck is arm lock? But arm lock basically keeps your, your legs going the same direction as your torso automatically. So while you're playing the game, you can hit Y on the Xbox and it will, it will, so, and it'll basically try to line the legs with the direction your torso is facing. So if you're looking left shooting at a mech and you have the forward button push on the controller, if you push Y, it will slowly bring the legs to face the same direction as the torso. But if you put arm lock on, it just does that automatically. So whatever way the torso is facing, the legs will automatically trek that way eventually. So it's one of those things that I kept on all the time because I found that I was constantly pushing Y to bring my legs back up under me because I'd be like, I can't turn anymore to the left because I'm my freaking legs are going off to the right and I'm going off here and I can't get can't get a beat on that enemy. So I did that one and manage your heat, you know, manage your yes. heat because that's your lifeblood. If you're getting the crap shot out of you and you're like 90% heat and you fire that laser, you're going night night. Yep. You know, so uh, it's it's got a lot to learn. It's got a decent learning curve in it. And I would say give it a shot. If you mm-hmm. are a MechWarrior fan, give it a shot. Even if you're not and you have Game Pass, it's worth a try. Yeah, especially if uh, you and your friends, it's kind of a dry time on games. It's definitely a good uh, jump in and, you know, just blow crap up game. It really is. It's it's a good game for that. It's perfect for that. Um, I would pay the price of Game Pass for this game. Uh because it's not, like I said, it's a sim. It's not typically my kind of mech game, but it's definitely worth the the price, I think, of Game Pass. So, Cool. It's a, it's a play for me. Uh, it's not a buy full price. If I had to buy it, it's definitely a sale game for me and like a 50% yeah. off sale game for me. Yeah. I, what What is the price? Does anybody know if you buy it outright for, on Xbox? Do not. I'm not sure what it is. Hmm. Well, whatever it is, take half of it, and that's what you'd pay. Right. <laughs> yeah, so like I said, it, it's definitely normally a sell game for me, but if you got Game Pass, I think it's, I think, what does it say? So on Steam, it's only 30 bucks right now. So On I Xbox, I just pulled it up on Xbox. It's also $30. So I would pay 30 bucks for this. And supposedly so, the expansion's yeah. pretty good. The expansion's got pretty high marks um, yep. in the ratings, user ratings. I almost bought the expansion just because it, I saw that. And it, and it enables ray tracing and stuff like that with the expansion. So I almost bought it, but I didn't. Um, I'm The single-player campaign is, is okay, and I may do it. It just depends on what happens. Uh, if I get in a bind point where in a bind where I don't have anything to play, that may come up for me. Cool. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, that's a problem right now. Is games are kind of a little dry, uh, especially with consoles being hard to get. Because some of us here haven't been able to get a PlayStation Five yet. I won't name names, uh, but I hate my life. But games are a little dry. But this is a perfect game to just jump in and out of. Cool. Anybody else got anything else they want for uh, Mech Warrior Five Mercenaries? Cool. All right. Well. I think it's time to try to chow down on that uh, brownie brick that was overcooked in the microwave from the <laughs> TV dinner. Uh, might end up using it as a brick to throw through a window more than just trying to eat it. So we hope you enjoyed this episode, and we hope to catch you in the next episode. See ya. <laughs>